Thank you for listening to Sports Unfolded here on Anchor. We want to thank Anchor for everything they've done. It is easy to use, so I suggest everybody get out there and make a podcast, put it on Anchor, and show it to the world. So once again, thank you for watching Sports Unfolded on Anchor. Thank you very much. Hope to hear from you soon. Zenzom. I am your host, as always, Machoian Ricky Savage. Yeah! And yeah. introducing my co-host for the night, Nikolai Jerkoff. We'll be here soon. However, I'd like to welcome our own Sports Unfolded, Eric. As you can see, we're both rocking the brand. You can't get me a, a good nickname here? Come on, man. Um, Eric Flair. Eric oh, Flair. Okay. Is, is that is that going to be a sensitive topic here tonight, uh, ladies and gentlemen? It might be. It might be. <laughs> our 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 guest for the evening that we're centering around is going to be Eric Flair. I would rather be Eric Steamboat Dragon. How's that? <laughs> Eric Steamboat Dragon. There we go. <laughs> if you want to save face, absolutely. But I'm kind all of right. thinking the Eric Flair because it fits. Oh, okay. This. I, all right. Let's do it. Let's do it, man. I've seen you backstage before doing the same thing I saw Flair doing on Dark Side of the Ring. So let me tell Whoa, you. Oh, wow. <laughs> it oh, fits. Wow. It fits the bill. Anyways, welcome to the show, Eric. Thank you for jumping in with me. Uh, we, Thanks we for having me tonight. Seeing... Appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. How are you doing? How are you feeling? I'm good. I'm good, brother. I'm good. Are you excited to be on the show tonight? Oh, I love the wrestling, Then You guys have been doing a great job, man. Well, we, we love you at Sports Unfolded. You can follow Appreciate them every it. Friday at 6 p.m., uh, which will be tomorrow. They will be live, and we'll be crashing the gates. All right. Love it. Uh, as, as you know, uh, with Sports Unfolded, we like to we like to be spontaneous and crazy. And, and sometimes, like, we had Ron on a couple weeks ago. Uh, we have Eric on tonight. You know, we see uh, Eric Von Eric. Ah, hey, ah. But the Von Erichs, like the dark side of the ring, have also had tragedies as well. So I don't know if you want to be the last remaining one with the brother, dude, because he looks pretty sad on that. But uh, we are your premier source of all things wrestling um, and sometimes just irrelevant stuff like Fast and the Furious for some reason. Uh, Paul Walker's coming up already. Paul Walker's walking his way into this conversation Uh, right right. now as we speak. Um, See where we're going. (laughs) <laughs> I hope that's the first thing Nick says when he jumps in. I think that would be great. Uh, hopefully tonight's goal, and I mean this, and I and I mean this, no swear jar. Whoa. Tonight, tonight, tonight's goal, uh, no swear jar. Can we do it? I don't, I don't think know. You can. I, don't I, mention Pat McAfee, and we I, might have a running chance. All right, I'll try not to. Soul Reaper, thanks for joining. Reaper, yes, yeah, Soul Reaper, thank you for joining us tonight. Uh, we got a lot to talk about. Might as well just jump right into it. I can just sit here and, and say, go follow us on Google Podcasts, Anchor, and Spotify. Go listen to us there because we have some ugly mugs here at the at the Wrestling Den. So, um, <laughs> you know, you might as well listen to us. But if you want to see us and hear us, you can watch us on YouTube. You can watch us on Facebook. Uh, go follow us at the Wrestling Den um, on Facebook. We have a wrestling page and we have a group. Uh, the group is kind of silent right now because I'm kind of lazy, but we will get on that, dude. We'll we'll start talking. We'll start doing things. I need to start figuring out how to do the poll thing again, and it was weird. Either way, what's more interesting than my Facebook group is my Twitter, and that's at WrestlingDenTM because that's one thing I know how to post on, and I'm pretty good at being vocal on, on Twitter, so go follow us on there too. Follow our brothers here. Hold on. I'm figuring it out. I always got to remember go. I'm on that side. So follow our brothers too at Sports Unfolded. Uh, it's at sports underscore unfolded on Facebook, isn't it? 
Now, uh, at Sports Unfolded on Facebook and Twitter, uh, Sports underscore Unfolded on Instagram. That's what it is, on Instagram, yes. Uh, but it's actually, it's it's Sport Unfolded on Facebook. Uh, yes, there's two pages. The, the page itself is at Sports Unfolded. And then Sport Unfolded, Unfolded is just me. It's just you. Gotcha. So I was I was always curious about that because every time it pops up, Guys, yeah. there's, there's going to be multiple things that pop up. One of them are going to get you to us and find That's out it. where we're at. That's, That's all it. you need to know. You'll find, you follow one of them, you find them all. I agree. All right. So moving moving right into it. So Dark Side of the Ring. Uh, there's been a lot of things surrounding Ric Flair this week because yeah. that's the latest Dark Side of the Ring that came out was the plane ride from hell. And one of the things that was featured on there was was Ric Flair and his massive hammer in all its glory. Walk around in a robe. He, uh, I don't really want to get in detail of what he had done, but he basically had trapped a flight attendant and, uh, you know, showed his thing and had her touch it. So pretty much that's what you need to know, bottom line, what Ric Flair is in trouble for. Um, as Eric has showed to me earlier, uh, they actually have taken him out of the intro, which I did see a picture. They replaced him with the Ultimate Warrior, yeah. um, which isn't really a step up <laughs> per yeah, se. Warrior did some stuff too that uh, I, I believe that's one of the reasons why he passed on. Right? He was doing some pretty hardcore stuff. So I mean, he he was ra- he, like racist, pretty much, like yeah, uh, or so. homophobic. Um, and that's the thing. Like he was like a, a teacher and then he was homophobic. Like dude came back to make his appearance and go for like the hall of fame. And then he, he died uh, before it. Oh, thank you. Thank you guys. Um, we, we appreciate all the, all the bits and everything and everybody joining us, Sarah. Welcome. Um, hey, so obviously, obviously Rick, right. I, I, I'm not as big a, a wrestling fan. Hence why you do the wrestling then. And I don't, but I would I would relate this uh, this whole Ric Flair thing to uh, what's going on in the NFL with uh, Deshaun Watson, right? So sometimes these athletes they um, feel they're bigger than you know the rest of us and can get away with things that really they shouldn't be even attempting to do. So it's a, it's just a shame because he's been around the sport for quite some time, correct? Mm-hmm. I mean, Ric Flair. If you think wrestling, who do you think of? You think of Ric Flair. You think of yeah, everything he's that he's the, done. One of those staples, yes. Yep, you know Hulk Hogan, Ric Flair, all, all the guys that you think of that are on, like you say, your Mount Rushmore. Yeah. Um, like those you guys would be on it. And unfortunately, um, I mean, our these people that we idolize, uh, you know, get put on these pinnacles like a Mount Rushmore, and then they get caught with their with their pants down, literally. So, like, I think maybe you can agree with me on this that when you have a, a career like that, like like you become as famous as Ric Flair does, like he like a, as a wrestling icon. You become as famous as that guy. That's not going to come with a little bit of controversy. That it's not going to come with, you know, getting whether it's now or back then or what have you, getting caught doing something. How many how many athletes can you honestly say are probably clean? I'm sure there's, especially when you get into that industry where, again, we all know, um, you know, again, back in the day, you know, the steroids and what they were doing, the drugs and what they were doing. I'm sure the women, uh, it was one of those things as well. So, you know, it's it's just a shame that, again, a guy you would idolize and, you know, never really assumed would be that kind of person uh, can be, you know? You know, that's a, that's the thing. Like you, like, you talk about even just like guys like Barry Bonds and Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa who had these reputations. And then look what happened. Like these scandals come out and now their careers are pretty much dead in the water. Like these guys can't get into their Hall of Fame. Like Pete Rose couldn't get into his Hall of Fame. That's yeah. why, like, he got into the WWE Hall of Fame. It was kind of like, well, here's the next best thing for you, I guess. I, I guess so. Chuck McCain. 
take what he can, right? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, oh, dude, Macho Man Ricky Savage. Yeah, Ricky Savage. All respects to Macho Man. Yeah. But again, I think you've even talked about Ricky, Sa uh, you know, Macho Man Savage, <laughs> and some of the things he did with, uh, with uh, you know, Elizabeth, and some of the those issues that they had. I mean, and that was the very first Dark Side of the Ring that they showed. Was the match made in heaven, and and yeah. what it really was, which was Miss Liz and Macho Man, were not the perfect pairing. Obviously, I mean, you could see Macho Man like. I've heard him talk before, and it's just like there's like a level of crazy there that like just exists outside of his character. And like Macho Man basically became himself. Like end of itself, Macho Man like just went crazy, you know. And whether it was roids or what have you, Nikolai Jerkoff. There he is. Yes, dude, you weren't kidding about the pops, bro. Yeah, look at them all in the background. <laughs> no, they, they, you like it's it's this is no joke, dude. They, oh wow. How many wrestling ones do you have? Any wrestling ones, Nick? Those are all for sale. <laughs> yeah, but I'm saying, does he have any wrestling ones? <laughs> oh, now we can't hear him. Oh, we lost him. The voice yeah, of the voices. We lost the audio. No audio, brother. Well, guys, this is this is Nick, uh, my co-host, as always, joining us from uh, Titan Towers. Uh, he's having technical difficulties right now. He's figuring it out. Um, I just want to take this time while he's getting his his voice um, back. I just want to say, uh, as far as everybody goes, Sarah, thank you for lurking. Um, Sway Kid, please go enjoy your meal. We appreciate you stopping by. Uh, Technician Nine, always good to see you, dude. Um, Rick Flair, hey, he said he was he was going to wear a robe, and he's not wearing a robe. I'm kind of like, all right, yeah, you know, you can't count on Nick. He's a jerk off. <laughs> He's a jerk off for a reason, dude. He's jerking off. He got caught with his hands in his pants, dude. Right yeah, now he's got a lot of pop going on. <laughs> uh, oh. Hey, we're going sideways quick, quick. This Rick is why Flair. we don't go together. Rick Flair. <laughs> Dark side of the ring. Okay, so. Dark side of the ring. We, we, we just got Harry. touching on it. Can you hear me? Uh, Yes, we can hear you right, now. To answer a few questions. No, the only there's like 1200, 1400 pops here or something. The only wrestling one is The Rock. <laughs> Yo, no turn mistress, dude. What up? Yeah, it's just The Rock. It's the one in his $500 shirt or whatever. Wow. And then uh, it's, also nuclear, it's also new nuclear winter outside. You guys haven't noticed? Yeah, what the? I mean, gee, bro. No, bombs just dropped, man. It's awesome. <laughs> I'm doing very good. Thank you, turn mistress. I hope you're doing well, too. Austin Giant. Thank you. I'm gonna call Turd Mistress TM for short because I'm oh, I love it. I love it. Hey, Austin, who was on the show, Bone Join. Cold Pete Austin in, in 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 the chat right now. My boy Jordy from the Basin, which is short for basement. Rick. He's walking down the stairs and walking back up into this conversation. So getting into it, we just opened up with Ric Flair, Dark Side of the Ring. I haven't got much out except for his peen. Um, so we kept the conversation hot just for you, Nick. To jump right into this. Shit, dude. You said you were supposed to. Oh, we promised that we probably wouldn't swear on the swear jar tonight, but guess what? Cha-ching. Right. Boom. 20, 25 cents right off the bat. Guys, let's get a bit for that. How about that? Let's get a bit. Every swear. <laughs> yes. It was a me. bit for every swear. Oh, right, Did I swear? We just got five bits from, from Turd Mistress. You can yeah, call I her Tim it. all you want. You better trademark that name, dude. She gave us five bits, dude. So you get five swears yeah, right off the trademark. bat. Trademark. Rick, I get the, Nick, Rick, any 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 opinion on Ric Flair and his uh, 
his woo. Angelica, his hammer, as Tommy yeah, Dreamer yeah. called it. <laughs> I also call it a hammer because Tommy Dreamer called it a, a hammer. Four more bits. Four more. Well, okay, I, dude. I just don't, so, I just don't want. Rick, I don't want Ric Flair to put me. Tommy in a Dreamer. Mark. Boom. One on the board, baby. It's him. Fuck Tommy Dreamer. That's two. So let me ask you this: He's in the. He's in the Hall of Fame, correct? Rick, Rick Flair. Or Tommy. Yeah. <laughs> Rick Flair. Yeah. Yes. Do like they three times? It? Do you think they take him out? Do they pull him out? No. Uh, no. So. Here's no. the thing about that. They didn't pull him out because it's an allegation against him. The only person that really saw it besides the, the attendant is supposed to be Rob excuse me, Rob Van Dam. But then Rob Van Dam came out later today, not today, but this week on Twitter, basically saying, Hey, I didn't see him doing it. Like, but like, you know, I don't know. Like it's just basically like he did he didn't want to like come out too far and start pushing, like, you know, spreading the fire. Yes. He he didn't want to spread the fire, so like, but he basically said, "Hey, like something was going on back there." But I didn't, yo. I'm just telling you what I heard, not what I saw. We need inside scoops, man. You guys got you guys got inside scoop. You need to know that. I mean, was the hammer out, dude? Honestly, so this is the thing. How how can you look at? Okay, so Scott Hall got fired once they touched down in the Hartford, Connecticut, right? Like they let Scott go, said you need to get better. Um, That's what Jim Ross told him. You need to get better until you do. I think you need to do it where you where you do it best, and that's at home. You know, cut it dry. He he let him go because Scott Hall apparently grabbed the same flight attendant um, wow. to talk because he was sleeping, and she woke him up like when they were like they're they're going to land. They're like so she was letting him know, hey, you want any breakfast or anything like that? And he just comes out her and he just starts telling what he's gonna do her in like the most Scott Hall way. Like they didn't t- they didn't say what he, he said, but one of the things was licking, and like I guess he licked her cheek or whatever, and she didn't like it. Oh. And he grabbed her by the top and pulled it, and like the buttons broke. So like, there's confirmation of that. You can see that Scott Hall got fired because that's what happened. Scott Hall got let go. So there's like physical proof winding up with Dark Side of the Ring of of these two events, and that's just Scott Hall. So Scott Hall got let go. Maybe it's just because of the drinking, but they included that. You know, the the thing with the Ric Flair thing though is that the Scott Hall thing. Scott Hall got fired, but Rick is a made man. That's exactly what Jim Ross said in the Dark Side of the Ring. Rick is a made man. That's why he didn't get replica like replications for it. I think he's getting those now from the people, fans, everybody who is, you know, has has watched that episode, the has court basically of public con- opinion. Yes. Has condemned and, and canceled Rick Flair and he's fighting out against it. Uh okay, hold on though. These things and this is the thing about getting canceled and the thing about they did also fire Miss Perfect, but go ahead, yeah. Nick. No, when they when they cancel people nowadays, you guys remember when when Hulk was canceled? You guys remember why he was canceled? When that happened? Okay, because he pulled a Booker T in a secret recording. And mm-hmm. to me, yeah, it happens. It, this happens to everybody. Like it, it, whether you're a celebrity or an athlete or a professional wrestler, or whatever. It's like, oh, you get canceled, and the court of public opinion is this guy is trash and he's trash. But. It's one of those things where in a few weeks, a few months, a year, the cancel culture, whether it's on Twitter or anywhere else, is going to move on to the next thing. Okay, and they're going to forget your not forget, but time heals all wounds when it comes to transgressions through social media and and, yeah. and the Twitter army and, and, the, and how they yeah. they are judge, jury and executioner for some yeah, well, of these people. Yeah. Social, social so, media at this point. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, they're going to. Yeah. They're going to convict you before anything's even been, you know. Right. And and so here's the problem. It was so because Ric Flair didn't get interviewed on there. This is like her story. This is what happened. I, and, and everyone else corroborated it. They said, 
oh yeah, Rick would do that kind of thing. This obviously wasn't the setting to do it in, but he would do that kind of thing in the locker room or to the boys or to whatever. And then Jim Cornette says on his podcast, he'd go door to door with like, with whatever girl he was shacking up with that night, knock on another wrestler's door at a different hotel. And as soon as they'd answer, he'd flash him, the girl would flash him and then they'd move on. And that was, and it was like, ah, ha, ha. And they were popping each other. And that was the whole point. But like, obviously this woman's recollection of it and her saying, I felt uncomfortable. I, she was stopping just short of saying things like felt like she was sexually assaulted and things like that. You really felt for this woman. You said, Oh man, that's a really bad situation. And the way that vice cut it together made it seem a lot harder than uh, not necessarily it was, but a lot, it was getting painted in a different light than it had in the past. Well, that's, that's, she even said that in there though. She said that like, like not to sound dramatic or anything, because it's like not like she even said herself Mm -hmm. on the show, nothing really happened, but that uncomfortable situation. But she, but she felt how she felt. And she also felt she cried after. Yeah. Yeah, It's It's all how they edit it. Right? Yeah, exactly. they're gonna edit no, it no, to Vice, Vice, Vice knew that they had something, and that's why they were they were cutting in com, uh, like clips of Tommy Dreamer saying what he was saying, sounding unapologetic, sounding like he was making excuses, sounding like he had no sympathy for her. So Tommy Dreamer's comments are his own, but Vice had a at a hand in how that sank Tommy Got Dreamer. Betrayed. Okay, because yeah. of how <laughs> they cut it together. Because now Tommy Dreamer is, is is walking the boulevard of broken dreams. <laughs> No, and, and Tommy Dreamer, and this is what I was and mentioned to you earlier, Rick. He's in Dreamland right now. No, no. Oh, boy. Ric Flair, and this is the thing. Ric Flair and Hulk Hogan, the things that they do, when, when Hogan uses a racial slur on a recording, everyone goes, oh, crap, we got to cancel Hogan for a little while. No joke. They got to say, oh, I don't agree with what happened. I don't agree with that. I don't agree with that. And then people come out and speak for him. Like when Booker T said, oh, I, I'm no Hulk Hogan. Like he's not, he's not a racist. He just, this situation was a bad situation. He said what he said. Okay. And then you get this thing with Ric Flair. Flair did what he did. You have everyone come, anyone who knows him come into his his defense saying, oh, Ric did this thing and he was drunk and he made a bad choice. But his intention was to, wasn't to harm someone or hurt someone. That he was just. Let me ask you gentlemen this question and how. How does this get fixed for Ric Flair? What is what is the outcome? Time. Is, is I, time. Just time? time? Or do you think yeah. he has to do something? I, I don't honestly, I don't even think it's gonna be time because like people were talking about how like this is gonna cancel him. Like people are upset with him right now, and there's like I, I because it's a huge thing that just happened. But eventually in, within the next couple of weeks, other things are gonna happen. There's gonna be more episodes of Dark Side of the Ring that are gonna be released. That it's just gonna be because for the series, I think that's the expectation right now, is that everybody's gonna jump on that cancel button like right then and there. But look how he's handling it. Look how his like. I'm not. I'm not defending the situation. I'm not defending Ric Flair. I'm just saying if you look at it from both sides of the picture, which you have to. Like if if, if there's a fire starting in your house, you don't just say, "What happened?" Like you're gonna question, and just like Bill Burr once said, like you're not gonna just sit there and make, "Oh, well, there's a fire." You're gonna want to know what happened. You know, you're gonna want to know how that fire started. And one of those things is with how this fire this this fire started was Vice released an episode. Uh, the plane ride you, from hell. You almost said you almost said Steyer farted. By the way, yeah, I almost did. You should have just said Steyer farted. But it's not a swear. We still owe Turd Mistress at least three more. I, actually, we have nine. Farted. So I got, I got, we got three and on farted, the on the. Farted's not a swear jar, unless he shit himself. Boom. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Right, I, I mean, I, so Haven Shine saying, "All right, we can't use the excuse of alcohol," but that's what I'm saying. How many right, times have right. we seen an athlete or somebody else do something? And we're going to go get help. We're going to go into rehab. We're going to do something different. 
to honestly make that perception from the public. Like, okay, he's sorry. He apologized. Everything's going to go away. To your point, Nick, you said it, he's a made man, right? It's going to be very hard to bring this guy down, right? It's well, going to be very hard to bring him. Well, there's a difference between a, 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 a someone who's in the Hall of Fame. Ric Flair's a legend. He's an icon. He's the cornerstone of wrestling history. Yes, he shouldn't have done it. That doesn't give him any clearance or any excuse to do what he did. However, one of the things is intent. And and because there are people coming out who know him better in, in better situations and know him on his day-to-day life and not just in this really bad boiling like melting pot of of everything that happened on that flight they say oh rick's intent was not to harm someone and tommy dreamer if he had a brain in his head during that interview that's what he would have communicated as well but he just came across like that lady like he was just like screw her dude and that's the way it sounded was like how could he feel that way rick tommy dreamer came off looking a lot worse than rick flair did just based on what how people were saying what you know describing his act so to me whoa. to walk it back whoa rick, rick, rick flair doesn't need to come out and say anything he maybe he should maybe he shouldn't it's really up to him you know there is the court of public opinion if he, whether he concerns himself with it or not sometimes these athletes and and, and celebrities they make the situation worse by trying to defend themselves by trying your game to make is it- really high i'm just letting what? you know right now i'm trying to listen to your conversation but it's un- in my ears screaming your there gain you. is high i don't know how to change that right now so i are you hearing this too or is that just me yeah no yeah he came up yeah okay okay i just want to make sure i'm not just here he, he came up he came up at us like rick flair in a plane yeah, <laughs> out, of, out of nowhere. So I, I will say this because I did want to segue into what I was talking about. So Ric Flair um, ended up uh, basically – Jesus, that is very, very distracting. We got a Kenny situation going on right now. We got audio all over the place. We got a – all right. I, I, I think I picked it. No, you did not. RTS came with Chief. Thank you for the support, bro. Andrew. Andrew, thank, thank you. you for letting your ears bleed. Yeah. <laughs> all i know is that with the rick flair thing he came out on twitter he released like a nine paragraph essay that he deleted like shortly after putting it out but i mean he had some solid points to what he was saying um it was a lot of static that's all you need to know <laughs> you guys have to tell me if it's still doing anything because i just no, it's, it's, now it's you sound it, like bro. you're in a bubble yeah i don't know then all I need you to know is NASA. We're turn it off. Back into orbit. Turn Just, it back. You say <laughs> that right now. Off. It'd be perfect. This is Apollo 13 rejoining orbit. You got I mean, it. I don't. I don't hear it now, so I think you might be good. Yeah, you might be all right. Houston, we have a problem. Houston, <laughs> Whitney Houston. We uh, have a problem. We don't do it. Don't <laughs> do it. it. I'm doing it. <laughs> You know, she was there for Dark Side of the Ring. She was the flight attendant. She, she sang. Uh, she sang the song, didn't she? She did. Yes, yes. That's Whitney. <laughs> uh, cheers to Whitney. Cheer, cheers to Whitney. She was my favorite girl, man. So they actually did a Dark Side of the of um the the uh, I think it was football. Dark Side of football. Yeah, they're doing that now too. So yeah, they they're really trying. This series is really trying to get down and dirty with, with everybody. Which is which is good because like for those that may have not like even tuned into Dark Side of the Ring, for for Vice's sake, for those that watch sports, this is a new in for them. 
And then they're going to see Dark Side of the Ring and be like, oh, what's this? Like, oh, I know a little bit about this guy. And and for the series in general, like Dark Side of the Ring really is, is a good series. But um, like we were talking about, they do have the tendency to kind of dramatize, uh, like dramatize the the whole thing. Like it's all dramatic with like how they're telling the story and things like that. Like and the, the the use of cuts with like when somebody's walking into a room, it's dark and like it's supposed to be like ooh, like the whole Rick, the the Jake the Snake Roberts thing that was fucked up. And then there you go. That's I think that's number five for Turbulence. Um. Ooh. Guys, if you're just tuning in now, we're in hurricane yeah. uh, territory right now. Uh, we're, we're literally live in a wind tunnel. And uh... <laughs> or Nick. I mean, Sorry, I don't know. Nick. I don't I don't know how like what happened with the with the audio. It, it, it fell. There we oh. go. Oh, there you go. Yeah, I changed it to I changed it to this microphone. There we it, go. It, it fell a minute ago, so I don't know if it's, if uh, it's or not. So you dropped the hammer. Gotcha. <laughs> no, my, my point was that, that Ric Flair, he's not going to – he gets to decide how he's going to react to it. And then so, – um, I yeah, think to so, your point, Nick, he's better off just laying low. Just let it – to him. Let it ride, you know what I mean? And then I mean, I think I mean, it'll he, go away. He's trying to, but at the same time, he had uh, – I guess – I don't know if this was Photoshopped or not, but I saw it on Twitter. Um, so it maybe was. But he was supposed – I guess he was supposed to face Trevor Murdoch for the NWA title. I saw a picture of it. Uh, actually, it was on one of the Facebook groups. So I saw that on one of the Facebook groups, and then I saw it on Twitter. But there, either somebody did a really good job photoshopping a NWA uh, Flair versus Trevor Murdoch for the NWA title, or it was supposed to happen. I know that he did do some stuff. Um, was it Triple A? He showed up for Andrade Day, um, and he was there right before the Dark Side episode happened. And then obviously, there's rumors of him coming to AEW. And, you know, that was my talk that I had about having, you know, if Flair came to AEW and we got like the original four horsemen there and then they passed it on to, you know, my dream team that I talked about, just the speculations of the four horsemen and what they could do with an angle like that. I was talking about that and Ric Flair being going to AEW. I think that is an actual I wouldn't say the, the four horsemen thing, but Ric Flair going to AEW. I think that was in talk. And this episode is kind of like making it like almost impossible because they actually um what is it they've they've canceled a couple appearances one of them being gangrel but that had nothing to do with like a controversy when edge did the brute entrance at SummerSlam, uh gangrel was supposed to show up on AEW, and then he got paid for it but they did they just decided not to do it because he did the the brood bath and then he came out doing the brood entrance once that entrance happened because he was gonna uh gangrel was gonna pair that following dynamite after SummerSlam. Once they did that, they said, hey, listen, we don't want to come off like we're, you know, doing the same so, thing as WWE. So they basically just so, paid him first So a parents. guy like Gangrel who hasn't had a consistent uh, job like that. So Edge just came out and sandbagged him. Pretty much. Like, doing the entrance first. Yeah. Which is funny because, like, it was, like, paying tribute. But then at the same time, it's just like, hey, Gangrel really needs this money, dude. Like, Edge is fine. Hey, Edge, hey, hey, Edge could you not do the entrance tonight? Gangrel's, like, needs to feed his family, brother. <laughs> He just wants to appear on TV too. That's the thing for a wrestler. Like this is Gangrel's biggest moment to come back on TV. You know, for AEW and one of the hottest companies right now that is is, is featuring older guys in that limelight. Like you know, Bret Hart introducing the title. Um, they actually have like the Owen Hart thing. Uh, they just signed for Invitational for Owen Hart. They want to have him appear in the AEW video game. Uh, they want to do a King of Hearts tournament for him. Uh, things like that. So Owen Hart is all in, baby. Uh, the spirit of Owen Hart is all in. Um, 
you know, because that's the thing. Um, I think her name is Martha. Um, didn't want – basically when she said she didn't want his legacy, like, to be, like, you know, kind of put out there, I think what that was talking about was, like, with the WWE. They don't want them to feature him because that's – No, like, they the don't want them to – she doesn't want the WWF to make – or WWE – to make another dime off of Owen because exactly of the circumstances of his death. So, so it, cause that's what WWE has done many times. And it's, it's talked about dark side of the ring. Um, you know, how they capitalize. Three more swears boys. Oh, so we got three more on top of the, the four that we still owe. So we got seven to go. Ultimatums are fucked up. Yeah. Dude. All right. Fucking WWE man. Like really. Jeez. Oh, Fuck Pat McAfee. What? Fuck Pat McAfee. McAfee, you can't do it. You can't leave McAfee out. Although, have you seen his show, Ricky? He does a really good job. So that's, that's the weird part to me. Everybody likes a show that watches it, and it's like, I'm sure it's a good podcast, but just when he's on SmackDown or he's on a pay-per-view and he's trying to tell a story about wrestling, um, no. I, I'm i sure he does fine when he's just talking and being a normal human being, but this man tries to tell a story in the worst way possible. Says Oscar, says Pat McAfee. I hate that line. Hate it. Listen, he's got a niche, bro. It's it's his thing. He's doing he's doing big things. Strong beard gaming. Hello. He's, he's I like the fact that Nick's climbing under things. What is going on over there? Dude, he's just doing whatever he wants. I, I love point. it. I love it. That's that's the best it. part about having a guest. Like me and you can talk, and this dude can just, just sort around. things out like and it. make sure that everything's good, and then he'll come back when the conversation is back on Ric Flair's penis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, he likes it. He, he likes the hammer, I guess. I don't know. Maybe. What else? Furthermore, what else? So, so, Dark Side of the Ring is actually one of the topics that I'm very interested in because I've I've I, I've watched a few episodes before, um, here and there. Obviously, the Crispin Wall ones. Uh, just recently, though, within the last week, uh, one of the things that I watched so that was in tandem with AEW is that Brian Pillman Jr. is Brian Pillman's son, and I guess Brian Pillman died when he was four. And I've watched. I recently watched with Austin, who's in the chat. Uh, we watched Brian Pillman one and two the other day, and uh, like, I mean that Brian Pillman. Don't get me wrong. Like, I didn't realize half the stuff about Brian Pillman. I just like like when he was in WWF at that time, and he he got in the car accident before that, and like this man basically like he worked Vince McMahon. Like he worked Vince McMahon. Vince didn't realize how serious the situation was, how bad he was. This man worked himself into a contract and worked Eric Bischoff to get him out of WCW, which Bischoff would claim and say that, like, oh, no, I was there talking with Brian. I told him, like, go make more money, make a name for yourself. Basically, Bischoff was just trying to put out the fire. Like, oh, no, he didn't work me, dude. We were on the same page. I fired him for now, and he could come back later. Like, he just didn't want to look like a tool. Even though this is the second time I've seen somebody on this damn this damn TV series, driving an old man's motorcycle, dude. Just, like, living that that freaking NWO life where they're, like, you know, they're making up for lost time. He's on, like, one of these, like, uh, like veteran, like, Pal Maya bikes, dude, with like, the, the big front hood and everything. Oh, like, yeah. the, the old school Harleys that you see your grandpa uh, driving. From the chips. Wheels. Yeah, dude. Like, it's just, like, <laughs> I'm like, dude, what are you doing, Eric? Like, you, this is the same guy who was like, dude, we got to wear those, like, leather jackets for the NWO, brother. Dude. I'm oh, telling you, midlife crisis. He's like, let me show you my motorcycle. I was driving around then, and it's just like this old man mobile. I'm just like, come on, dude. This is the second time I've seen a, a dude. Methany. No, no audio, bro. No audio. So that's no the thing. Audio. MJF on AW a couple weeks back was talking about Brian Pillman Jr.'s family. Uh, his sister was in the crowd. She was pregnant. His aunt Linda was in the crowd. Which on the dark side of the ring, uh, Aunt Linda was 
was the one who basically showed up the first time when the when the wife uh, killed herself and got airlifted. And then when Brian got in the accident, she was the first one there at the hospital. Somebody's um, jumping out of a plane. Hold on. Strong, strong, bad gaming's jumping out of a plane. I don't know what. <laughs> like Peggy Hill, dude. Free falling. <laughs> Free falling. I watched well, that episode the other day. I've been watching King of the Hills. So to keep that relevant, I watched uh, King of the Hill and uh, I started from the, the well, beginning. King of the Hill was to wrestle Family Guy. Who wins? If King of the Hill was the wrestle Family Guy, Cotton, dude. Are you kidding? He killed <laughs> he killed Fitty Men. He killed Fitty Men. Fitty Men? No, yeah, nobody no, would last no. on Family Guy. Oh, boy. Wow. The Chicken and Peter would be fighting for 40 minutes against the each other. And, right? Though with that, I mean, if you look at some of those fight scenes, he comes back on to come off. I don't know what's going on with this guy tonight. He's just figuring it out as he goes. That's that's why we. This is this is the best part about a random show, which it's more than just like a a podcast at this point. It's a, it's an entertainment. You know, you can get this right at your local IKEA, but why not get it there when you can get it here? That's it. Build. We build it all for you, right? They now. get the, the best meatballs at IKEA. I keep hearing about it. Oh really? Oh, the Alfredo ones, right? Yeah, dude. Yeah, I've heard. Alfredo. Alfredo meatballs. Oh, I thought you were talking about Rick about... Flair and meatballs came up. I don't know. I, th I thought you were talking about Fredo Corleone. Oh, look at that. We got mafia references. We we're all over the place. This we're show all over good. the place. This show is amazing. <laughs> it is amazing. So no, we talked Rick, about I was going to say that Eric Bischoff was in his midlife crisis when he was in the NWO, dude. Which I, means he's, that's what I'm saying. He, he is. When you're giving him credit about like being an old man like having an old man motorcycle the dude is an old man so yeah, he can't like he, he rocked black hair then and then when he finally let the, the stop dying the black hair and let it go gray like you saw how old he really was but the fact that i'm watching him on dark side of the ring still with that same mentality just shows that he never got out of his midlife crisis right, right. guys some of those guys realistically never get out of it they want to live that life dude scott steiner's like that he's living in denial they just keep coming no, back. And, and, no, and you know what just live life, man. Do you do you, and I'll do me. That's all they know. I, I remember I did a one of my buddies. He he's a he's a wrestler, and you know we were doing a show. I think it was George Animal Steel was at at the show. You know what I mean? And these people just flock to him because again, that's all he is. He he's not anything else. What else is he gonna do? He's gonna be George Animal Steel for the rest of his life. So right, yeah, because I mean, he could be he could be a great taxidermist. He could be a great he could do your he could be a CPA. He could be all these other things. What is he? What is he most known for? Being yeah. George the Animal Steel. So <laughs> you might as well milk that cow. I mean, that's the thing, a lot, and that's even like sports guys too. Like the, you, you, you live this lifestyle for a while, and it becomes a part of you. It really does. Like you, you're used to it. So when you see these guys on thirty for thirty and they're bankrupt, and they're talking about like, and they're wearing a suit still, and they talk about how they got bankrupt in the first place, and they're like, yeah, you know, it's not anything to do with this. I just bought again, even though I have no still money. Trying to live that lifestyle, even though they're yeah. not in it anymore, and, and they crazy. just don't get it. And I think that's what happens with some of these guys. They're, they're hanging on to something, or they're trying to, and unfortunately, you know what I mean. They end up with dude those fights with the glass shields on them, and you know it's. That's dude just needed at. a financial advisor. That's all. Yeah, he did. He needed. He so, needed Michael Vick's someone, financial advisor. Tell him, someone to tell him he didn't. He Don't didn't need to it. buy the the Keep tenth uh, yacht. Count you know? your money. Oh yeah, exactly, dude. Don't Keep blow it simple. It. Keep it simple. Don't Isn't blow it. Million dollar man money. broke now too, isn't he? Like a oh my god, <laughs> Virgil's paid him out, dude. Is he a pastor? Is that what he is now? A million dollar man? What, Ted DiBiase? I think yeah. so. He's a pastor now or something. He must be making a lot of bank now, huh? You think? 
Oh my God. Virgil? Teddy, Virgil, Teddy Virgil's Biasi. still around. Virgil's got to be gone. Hey. Hey, no, they, they Virgil's uh, the leader. Baby. SummerSlam 91, baby. SummerSlam 91. I thought Virgil was the leader of the Bullet Club. <laughs> oh, boy. I'm done. No, not that. Not because. What time is it? Seven forty guys are going to wrap it up. <laughs> no, no. But hey, another another Virgil, show. Virgil, Island broadcast. I'm surprised that Virgil's not all in, dude, because at this point, this guy, you know, he, this is his moment to shine again. It's WCW 2.0, as I keep hearing it. It's his moment to shine, dude. He can just jump right in. Virgil is all elite. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm gonna I, check this I think I, I think he uh, he is yeah because he goes to, like these like VFWs and stuff and like signs like eight by tens. Really? Like, I just wanted to let you guys know that I that I was shuffling around. I was fumbling around all that time, <coughs> so I could show you the Fredo Corleone paw figure because I referenced him. That was all. Continue. Oh, nice. Very nice. But we but what I was getting to was. 30 for 30s, they do that. Well, Ric Flair talked about his 30 for 30. So the biggest thing against this thing that I, I can take away from it with Ric Flair is that it's a he said, she said. And whether you want to believe what he said or what she said, Ric Flair came out and, and posted this nine paragraph thing and mainly talked about how he let 30 for 30 basically pick whatever they wanted and have at it. No holds barred. Like he gave these guys everything that they wanted. They asked him and – at, from all the flampathy, or I don't know how you say that, flampathy, all the the all the stuff that uh, basically got him the flandering, flandering. That's what it is. I sorry, I'm just having one of those moments tonight. All the all the flandering that he did, the adultery and everything, like he gave them all access to thirty. There he is. There he is. Look at him. He's got the money there. You know, it never surprises me that when I'm on a tangent, this is what throws me off. Is is shit like this? So that's number six, I believe. <laughs> Bullshit like this throws off my point, but you can sit here and let Nick say whatever he wants. Go he, ahead, bro. All right, all right. But it takes me a thirty for thirty to get to my damn point. Thirty to That's 30, where 30. I'm at, baby. That's where I'm at. That damn counts as number seven. Right. We're mistress, gonna baby. we're gonna do this I right got now. Two more for you. Two more for you. Go. All right. So that's what I'm saying. The dude calls it out and says, "I gave thirty for thirty a shot at me to do whatever they wanted to say, and not once did they mention this whole plane fight." Plane ride from hell thing. Not once. Out of all the things that they had to talk about, this one incident that occurred, this one incident of the many times Ric Flair shown his dick to a woman, put his hand on it and said, hey, feel this hammer. You know, the one time that somebody said no, it was never talked about in the 30 for 30. And it wasn't like he said, hold back. He said, do, you know, go for it. And and so why wasn't it talked about then? And why is it just now on Vice that we're finding out about this one uh, isolated incident? Because here's the thing about the plane ride from hell that I remember is that Undertaker tricked out Kurt Angle because Kurt Angle and Vince were fake wrestling. And Undertaker was sleeping. He woke up to see them fake wrestling. And he grabs Kurt like, no, tomorrow. And, and like, is basically almost about to kill a man. And he's like, stop, 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 blah, blah, blah. So you tell me, like, the high-profile ta talent that was on this, this flight that was supposed to be The Rock, Austin, Stone Cold, Sorry, I said Austin, Stone Cold. Either way, Rock, Stone Cold, Kurt Angle, Undertaker. These guys, I know where they're sitting. I, I, To my guess, to my knowledge, so Vince was supposed to be up in the front. Like the McMahons were up in the front with the managers. That's what um, uh, Terry Runnels was saying, the managers and, 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 and that kind of talent. Rick, there's there's reports now, even the producer on Vice said it, that um, they, may be, um, they may be conflating two different flights. The, uh, Vince may not have been on that flight. And that's why a lot of the stories are weird because you're thinking, well, why is this happening? 
Well, they said if, Vince was on the flight because he told that, JR to go back there. Right, and right, right. And I know then there's several interviews where he and even says it in this, this Jim Cornette um, interview that he does with the producer of, from Vice is he says, well, a lot of people were saying Vince was there. They remember Vince being there. So we just assumed he was. But then through uh, later research after the show premiered, people were pointing out to them, uh, they don't think Vince was there, like other people who were on the flight. So now they don't think Vince was there, by the way. So you think about it, so much gray area, man. So, so there's right. This, this is not, and it's twenty. It's been twenty years. That's the other part. Yeah. Twenty years, yeah. like they could, they could be blending. It, the Brock and and Henning thing could have happened on a different flight than the Flair thing. But so, everyone they were going to the UK from from USA. So they were going to insurrection. That's what they were doing. They're going to insurrection. So they said that coming back right there, from insurrection. No, 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 coming no. I'm, ta I'm talking about this oh. is where they were going. They left the yep. states on the first flight. Insurrection, and that's the one that they said that like everybody was drinking, but it was a dull eight hour like flight. Like that one wasn't the flight that had the incident happen, it was a flight coming back to Hartford, Connecticut right. when they touched down. So maybe, and maybe just maybe, that while they were drinking the first time on the flight over, maybe that's when the, the Undertaker Kurt Angle thing happened. But see, that's the thing when they talk about the plane ride from hell and they talk about this incident, like mm. is there two plane rides from hell? Like, yes. You know, yeah, they were there was wrestlers talking about that this was a not not this bad obviously, but there was like four or five different plane rides that you could call the plane ride from hell. This just is the one that is getting the interviews done about it and getting Stop the, getting the bullshit. Boom, there's two right there. I got nine. Now we need three more. I had to get that out there though. I threw it in there. I made the reference. Fucking bullshit. Dude. How much does this guy weigh? Because think about it. If if you if you're gonna have this story playing right from hell, and then there's even incidents in like Chris Jericho's book, things talk about the playing right from hell and the, the most important thing being Undertaker choking out Kurt Angle. Like mm -hmm. this bigger thing with Ric Flair doing this would be more talked about as well, wouldn't you think throughout the well, years? They, like they also said that they got emails from people saying, Hey, well, why didn't you guys talk about this? Like you're saying Kurt and Undertaker or or, or Kurt and Vince. And it's like, oh, well, how come you guys didn't talk about this? Talk about this. And then it came out later. Oh, these are different flights and stuff. And then and they were also getting emails questioning whether Vince was on this that's, particular. That's misconstruing one. that entire event. It's not as oh, as, okay. as I, think, I, I think like you said. I think and we've watched enough of these Vice programs now that they're editing it to the point where it's gonna make it's just gonna make us talk about it, make people look at it and talk about it and and have something to to have a platform for. And I don't know how much of it's legitimately real. And that's the thing. It's, uh, it's how they're shooting it, how they're producing it, and how how you're, the narrative is being pushed is that's the dark side of the ring. So everything they show, again, with the, like the low low lighting um, of a room where somebody's walking into it, like the whole Grizzly Smith thing with the, like the Roberts and, and the sexual abuse that he was doing to the children. They even talk about like at one point with Rock and Robin, and this is the thing. She said that like out of all the people, like they weren't um, disrespectful at all when it came to like asking questions, and that's why she came on. And did the and talked about the whole sexual abuse with Grizzly Smith. So Rock and Robin is is the half sister of Jake this Jake the Snake and and the actual sister of Sam Houston. And then um there's Michael and, and the kid that was put up for adoption that you know idolized Grizzly Smith, but uh because he wasn't there. But Grizzly Smith was a pedophile and basically was like big into the sexual abuse thing, and it it's it fucked up his whole family, you know, and, and his whole family got affected from it to this day where they don't even talk to each other really. Like they talk once in a while, but they're not really doing anything. However, so she she legitimized uh, Vice by saying that they, you know, the way that they handled everything lightly um, was good. So I mean, she and she said that like what they presented was real. But it's like you watch all these episodes, how are you gonna not think like what they're 
presenting to you is 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 the the full truth. Like because they do it so well that you can just watch yeah. that, and then all of a sudden well, you, you feel like you know everything. You hit it, man. Well, it's called dark side of the ring, not lighter side of the ring, right? So they're gonna make it seem as dark as possible. They well, they're also. Have- I don't think. I don't think they meant to mislead anyone. I just think when things happened 20 years ago, before the uh, age of the internet where everything's documented and everyone's on social media and everyone's got their phones out recording everything. Because imagine if this happened in 2012, there would be recordings of it. There would be people recording Ric Flair, maybe, maybe. Um, you know, or the fight between Brock and Kurt, like, it, but this is since it's 2002. It's it, yes, the internet exists, but it's not like it is Nobody now. Nobody their phones like they are. They, like, yeah, like if they had their phones present, I think that's where like these situations, if they happen like that, would be caught and recorded, and then we would see it for ourselves. But honestly, if it's all wrestlers on that plane, I don't think. I mean, the only way that that would be leaked is if somebody like say, let's say it happened now. So. Uh, Kevin Owens or even Brock Lesnar himself could be the picture and just replace Kurt Henning with whoever you want. Uh, they get in a, in a scruffle on the on the plane, and Sami Zayn whips out his phone, records it, and sends it over to Xavier Woods. But some super fan who knows how to hack gets a hold of the footage and then leaks mm-hmm. it. Like that's what you would get. Like basically, they would record it, but it's not like they would post it. It would be it would get leaked somewhere, and then you would see this stuff happening. But because twenty years ago, it's not the same. Well, so the funny thing is, now that you guys, the more you're discussing this, right? First of all, I don't know what I did 20 years ago, so I'm sure some of this is clouded, right? But right. then, secondly, they've done exercises like this, even in like with courtrooms and in when they they're identifying a witness, right? And I'll have somebody walk in, and then everybody they ask the question, and everybody's story's different of what happened or what the guy was mm-hmm. wearing, and what. How do these people honestly remember 20 years ago and what happened? I think some of this is so clouded that, again, they're trying to sell a show. Right. I'm not saying Rick Flair did it or didn't do it, but they're going to sell it to the point of, like, he's guilty, to to Nick's point, right now in the media. Yeah. They're right. going to make him guilty because it's going to sell that show. You're 100% right because it is a show first and foremost. So even if it was like they had to, like, make it a little bit more dramatic, they're going to because it, it – creates ratings so it might be you know they're taking kind of all the stuff that they heard just like how we are and they're putting it together themselves and then presenting mm-hmm. it so they might not have all the facts right there when they release it but guess what it makes for good tv you watch all the episodes they're done in the same format so again it gives you the 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 presentment of it and it's like wow this is really messed up and then it, it's, it's creating um a problem sensationalism for, is what it is they're what it, they're sensationalizing and not not to say promoting but, but they're they're blowing this thing up it, it, to be more interesting than it maybe actually was, or it, it sounds pretty darn interesting, even if you just read it out to me. <laughs> so it's pretty. But crazy. I mean, like, it, is there not ramifications for for presenting a story that way, though? So you you present the story, everybody watches it because they're hooked onto the show, and then so wouldn't isn't you think that's going to create future um, backlash for whoever else? Because I mean, you saw the lineup of what's 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 coming. You know we. Plane Ride from Hell has just touched the surface. We've had seven episodes out already. This is number eight, and there's still a bunch more to come out. So, I mean, right now the light is on Ric Flair and and Tommy Dreamer more so getting canceled for being yeah, Tommy first. Dreamer's in Flair's shadow right now. Rick, there's the got to be some truth to some of these stories, and I'm not saying all true, but that's why they're getting away with it as well because these wrestlers know that they can't just come out and say that it's slander, you know, and and start suing these guys because obviously there's bits and pieces of this that are probably true. And then, and you're right about that, and that's the thing. I think I think Flair is just like what we were talking about, though. How he's living in the past, 
pretty much because that's all he has is, is his identity is Ric Flair. You know, like that's what he is. So he's woo, the man. And that's the thing. It's, it's no longer just a gimmick for him. That's the character that he's going to be portrayed to the day he dies. You know, that's his identity. Just like how Jake Snakes doesn't go by his real name. He goes by Jake Roberts, you know, his, his stage name because he can't go. That's, you know, that guy hasn't been a, a, uh, awake since 13. Jake Roberts has taken over. Like these guys live out these identities. What, what was just. Well, well, some of them too, Rick, are th- that's just who they are. Like Rick Flair, it, like with Jake Snake Roberts, it was a gimmick and he, and he adopted that gimmick. Same thing with The Undertaker for 30 years, right? But like with Ric Flair, you just get the impression that like that that's so much of who he is that sometimes you work you work yourself into a shoot where yeah you're doing work and you're playing this character but maybe over the course of time you're you're playing this character for so long it kind of becomes part of who you are yeah you work yourself into a shoot you, you become this person so yeah. that's what's going on with with Rick Flair for sure it's it's par for the course but that's the thing Flair is able. I feel like he's going to squeak out of this, not, but it's going to be by the skin of his teeth because it's something that, like I said, people are focusing on right now because it, it, it happened. But it, until the Chris Canyon episode, I think it's going to die out a little bit. It's going to go back. It's going to see, uh, because the thing about Chris Canyon is Chris Canyon on the Howard Stern show talked about how he was openly gay and how it affected his career, how he feels like it affected his career. Like he wasn't given um, like the spot, the spotlight because he came out as openly gay and he felt like it was a slight against him. And and mm-hmm. he talks about Ric Flair being one of those people that kind of like, you know, did that to him. So Howard Stern gets Ric Flair on the phone and Ric Flair basically kind of presented himself in a negative light, basically not coming out as like a homophobe, but basically saying, you're talking about your sexuality. We're not talking about your, like you, like he's like, you, you know, you had all the moves and everything, but you just didn't have the act. Like Ric Flair just basically looks bad on this too, because it basically comes out like he's telling Chris Canyon that he's wrong. And that he was being snuffed because he sucks. And and even though Chris Canyon says, no, dude, I was really great. My character's great. You know, my wrestling's great. Like, but Rick's saying that if you were the cream of the crop, it would have rose to the top. Okay. Like if you were all the things you say you are, then something would have came of it. So maybe just shut the, yeah, front door. And and that's that's (laughs) the thing. He can look himself in the mirror and say, look, I wasn't as good. And he's going to use that right, as a, because it's hard. It's hard to admit that it's so easy to blame someone else in this. And it, oh, it was it was this. It was management's fault. It was the fault. It was this and this. That's why I never I never made it. That's why I never worked out when the truth of the matter is there are peaks and valleys in this life. And when you get hit with hard times and hard times fall on you, it's up to you to pick yourself up and dust yourself off and find a way to win. And that's just the way it is. Like, the best part that makes us smart so is that with, we'll never know. Canyon, we'll never know the real he, truth about that. Think about it. We'll never know the real truth, like whether it was Chris Canyon mm-hmm. was as great as he thought he was and he was held back because he was openly gay or if he just sucked. Because I never liked Chris Canyon myself. It wasn't against like what he is, like being gay. It was just that Chris Canyon, as, as, as a kid, I'm watching WCW. So Chris Canyon was facing off with Diamond Dallas Page and Diamond Dallas Page was the good guy and Chris, and Chris Canyon was the bad guy. I hated Canyon because the same way that I hate him now – is that it was the fan of me that hated Canyon the character, not Canyon the person. So I always right. kind of took that as I grew up. I never really got to know Chris Canyon outside that. I didn't learn about 
the whole work and everything and, and how I'm a mark and all this terminology and like what it really comes down to brass tacks. So there's a, there's a kid in me inside that's like Chris Canyon, fuck Chris Canyon, dude. And I'm just like, I say that, and, but I say and, that. And, like, and you say, and that's what Ric Flair is saying too. Fuck, fuck you, Chris Canyon for nothing to do with your sexuality. Yeah. But the way that he says it, he's going to spin it as, as look, you know what? It's not because you, you, you know, you're openly uh, homosexual. It's because you sucked in the ring. <laughs> right, and right, right. That's, no, that's and, like, and Martin Luther King Flair was, Flair Martin was Luther like, King he was says cut it. and throat. Because Martin Luther King's like judge people not by the you know the color of their skin in that instance, yeah. or their sexuality in this instance, but like, but by the content of their character, and yeah. that's what Ric Flair's doing. He's like, you just suck, yeah. and it's got nothing yeah. to do with who you choose to lay yeah, with. Like, <laughs> but the reason why he's he was under fire for that is because they showed the snippet, and it was pretty much like. You could tell that Flair was uncomfortable every time that he was talking about his his open gayness because he says your sexual choice and the way that he says it. Like Flair came off a little bit arrogant when he was saying it, and it was just kind of like he was like shutting him down. But at the same time, you could tell he was pissed because he got called out, and that's what it was. Flair was pissed that Canyon had had the gall to say something about him openly on Howard Stern, so he was there to shut him up openly on Howard Stern and let him know I'm the Nature Boy Ric Flair. Woo! And there's nothing no, but you can then, do about it. But Stern's but just they, there stirring up, stirring the pot to get oh, you know awesome. listeners on oh, yeah. the show. And it's the same thing with this Vice thing that when they interviewed Tommy, they're like, "Oh, let's talk about the the uh, dark side of the ring, the plane from the play ride from hell." And and Tommy goes, "Oh, we've talked about this before." And he's trying to say like, "Oh, the boys are just like that. That's locker room stuff. This, that, what have you." And he's he's kind of uh, approaching it like how it's been you know, how it's been approached all these other times how they've discussed it in the past where oh this happened that happened but it was just some you know wrestlers getting wild and it got a little out of control that's how he was looking at it but he didn't know vice was going to come behind him and cut in this this traumatizing recount of this lady of this experience dude they 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 sandbagged tommy dreamer so hard as as much as he sandbagged himself they they sandbagged him too. They did not do. They did not throw the dude a life preserver it was, it was a, whatsoever. <laughs> he's drowning, and it's it, that's <laughs> he was. Basically, yeah, he was drowning. And they got the stick and they're just pushing. No, him and out. they're like, they like right? stepped like, on yeah, his head, yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> impact suspended him indefinitely, dude. Like this guy had appearances he was ready to make, and he's just like, yeah, I'll do this. I'll go on the dark side of the ring and just like you know, just get it out of the way, dude. Like he's that's uh, what he's doing. Sit down with his double ponytail. He's getting ready. He's like, oh, th you know, this this would be a real easy one for you guys. It's no, just and, boys and, being and boys. Jim Cornette, you know, people get offended. Right. And then it's just right. like all of a sudden, there he goes. He's cut, right? Just well, like that. Right. Well, that's what Ric Flair – or not Ric Flair, but what Jim Cornette was saying about Ric Flair as well. He was like, Tommy could have came on and said, oh, I don't agree with what he did. I – you know, it was wrong. He could have said things prefacing that. It was wrong, but – this was some behavior that Rick had shown in the past that he had, that had popped some of the boys with and that he thought was appropriate, even if it wasn't. And, and he didn't say anything like that. He, it just came across like, oh, well, if she really, you know, wanted to, to, to make sure whoever paid for their transgression, she wouldn't have taken a payoff. And it's like, yikes, dude, don't say it like that. It, like he was presenting it in a way that made him look really bad. And it was just sounded like he was going to bat for Rick, but not in a very good way. He was just like more so trying to pull pull the rug out from under her and her story yeah, by, by saying, oh, she, you know. If you look at it, and we were talking about those guys trying to, you know, live the old life and, you know, try to stay relevant. The way they're thinking and the way you guys are speaking is past. 
Like you could get right. away with saying, hey, it's locker room stuff. And people would just kind of let it go and slide. It's not like that today. The world's so right. much different and you can't do that. You know what I mean? Ric Flair, if he's going to come on and, and, and basically it's not about your sexuality, but how you present it is, is going to be key now. Because back then you could say it like, oh, no, I don't care if you're gay, whatever. It don't matter. Right. But right, today right. people are more sensitive to it. And these guys, I, I don't think ever, could ever get out of it. Which right, is, right, which is right. funny because they actually invented their own terminology, which is is, is their own wrestling lingo. And um, if you watch like the like, so Rock and Robin, for example, even did it, and same thing with Terry Reynolds on the plane ride from hell. Like no they, you, they, you know, sell it. And then uh, yeah, same thing yeah. uh, when somebody's getting drunk or whatever, and like, oh man, he's having a heart attack. Like, kick out, dude, kick out. Like they use oh, right. their own terminology, like that locker room lingo, and it's like they use that that terminology, and like they talk about like, oh, it's the biz, and like if you're not in the biz, like you don't understand, and you're and, and right. you're a mark. Like, and that's, that's the funny thing is that these people, even the women were accustomed to what was going on to where that's what they were told. And that's how they got through it. Like no selling it, like no selling, uh, uh, was it Dustin Ronald's getting on the, on the, on the microphone and, and singing. Mm-hmm. Cause he's, he's sad about his, his freaking divorce and all that his shit. Divorce, like, yeah. And, and he, and he's. He's he's doing the tobacco, the wacky tobacco in the mouth, dude. He's spitting in the back of the dude. That's oh the one gosh. thing that I was like, yo, what a douchebag, dude. Like this yeah. dude's like freaking. He takes a whole cheek full of like freaking dip, dude, and he just opens up the back of the seat and he's spitting in it like an dude. asshole, dude. And they're talking about like why didn't why no, but, didn't, Rick, why but Rick, of course he he does that, and it's like the twelfth worst thing to happen on that one. Yeah, but they're like, why did Dustin <laughs> Rhodes get canceled uh, on AEW, but uh, Tommy Dreamer's going to get canceled? Or Ric Flair's going to get canceled? Why didn't he? Because like, he was just being an asshole, dude. The guy was upset about his freaking marriage, and he's – yeah, he's spitting right. in the back. But why should he get canceled for that when he was just being a douchebag? Like, no, that's the other a completely part, the other part matter. To, to Eric's point was, um, you know, this was so long ago, and behavior that was um, not scrutinized as hard back then is, is, is kind of picked apart now. Because yeah. we we want to grow and be better as as a as a as a, as a community as as people in general as the greater good and so but, it's but like it we, we got to hold people to a higher standard. And, are, and so, are, is, but, is it is it peace on earth or is it just a matter of now that's the, the popular thing to do is that everybody has a, as an opinion and they want it the, to be heard. The, no, the intent is that we should all be better. I yeah. like th- sometimes when exactly. when someone is trying to make us that kind of statement that there should be equal rights for people and that everyone should be treated with respect and everyone should be treated with kindness that that's well, where it com- that that's the where it comes from that's that's like the root of it but <laughs> there's funny. there's the um the hatred in the hearts of of people and they want to weaponize that by being like oh well it's about social justice and this and that and there are people who are being hateful in their pursuit of trying to claim that they're doing it for social justice or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, of course, there's always going to be people like there's, that. There's multiple sides. I also want to look at one other side, though. If It depends on how good you are. And let's mm-hmm. all be honest. There's been athletes, you know, in every sport that you could question some of their behaviors. And somehow it's they're not as scrutinized. They're not going to cut them. They're not going to, you know, put them on the shelf. They're going to keep them around and let it linger long enough to say, okay, well, you know what? I think it's going away now. You no, can come and, back. No, and sometimes going to be one of those guys. In, sports, in sports in general, it's like, well, how well did he play? What did right, he score? Exactly. How many assists did he have? Well, you, you yeah, can it's even perfectly so fine. You can go like, so far out of that to also look at Rockstar because it, when it all comes down to it, fame and glory and, and, and being rich. Like those are the three things that you get out of being a rock star. 
sports, yeah. wrestling, I'm gonna whatever it is. Name. I'm going to mention a name, and yes, he's going through his trial right now, but think about how long R. Kelly went mm-hmm. before this actually hit. Like he, it, it's a good 20-year span of just story after story. Mm-hmm. But because he was he making was money. Dave Chappelle. Record, <laughs> like the right? Chappelle right. show. Right. Be but they was out. making money for these record companies and selling out arenas, and people didn't want to believe it because he was R. Kelly, and he's putting out uh, number one hits that they kind of let it slide, let it slide, let it slide until they couldn't anymore. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, well, and no, and, and, you, and here's the thing when they let it slide the f- earlier times, they enabled him, made him feel like he wasn't like it, it, it was never going to stick. So, no matter right, what you did, point. yeah, it, it, that's the thing. It gets worse and worse and worse and worse. And so it can't get any more worse. No, no, yeah, and, and they so. go and they go, well, they can't, they can't, they can't pin anything on me. So, I'm just going to keep it, it, You're enabling this bad behavior by not checking it early on. Yeah. And that to me, like with Ric Flair, they Jim Cornette was saying it on his show that Rick did this thing for years and years and years and years with the boys and this and that, and so it and it always popped everyone and no one ever felt like they were being sexually assaulted. Nobody ever felt like they were being harmed. So Rick went like, "Oh, this is funny. This is this thing I do, and it gets it gets everyone you know laughing and everybody and, gets a pop. Gets, yeah, everybody pop. pops, and so he, it's something he does, and that's what Tommy Dreamer. And RVD, that's what they were trying to say, <laughs> like that this is – but they just didn't have their, their hair with a camera in front of their face and a microphone. Like, oh, tell us about Ric Flair. Why did he – why was he doing a helicopter? And they're like, well, this is something Rick did. We <laughs> no, talk about – RVD, though, how- RVD's all like it, – it, it glosses over him. He says something along the lines of like, oh, that's something Rick did, but he should have realized like not everybody wants to see Ric Flair's – johnson you know like yeah. on a, when they're trying to serve you drinks when they're trying to do their job nobody wants to see you walking that aisle <laughs> with your junk out that's what rvd said but of course yeah. you know tommy went the other way <laughs> and it just didn't come off right so like you said it nobody did. stopped them they let right. him go and they let him do it mm-hmm. for so long that because you know flair because yeah, he's selling out he's selling out arenas he was making yeah money he's rick flair and that's why it's easier to cancel tommy dreamer because everyone goes yeah. well what the heck? Who? What is he doing? <laughs> you know? But then they're like, "Oh, if we cancel Ric Flair, we we you're not going to get enough people on the bandwagon. There's too many people who love Ric Flair and who are going to have rose-colored glasses. And so even if, yep. yeah, so they're going to say, oh, well, maybe it wasn't as bad as you think, or maybe it was this, that, what have you.' But with Tommy Dreamer, everyone's like, "Sure, yeah, I don't care." <laughs> go ahead, Rick. Oh no, I'm letting, I'm letting you go. I already forgot what I was going to talk about. So, <laughs> well, we can't have awkward silence, gentlemen. I mean, no, Rick, I, I, that was got? that was my only point. I mean, uh, I, don't, I don't know what else you want me to say. Pretty much, like I said, like it's I don't know what I was going to say. So, uh, I'll well, let you I, continue. You, I think you were making a point about. You know, just athletes and, and things like that, like being too big for, you know, to have certain allegations stick to you. And and I think you were had an example of that. So. Gotcha. So, I mean, as far as that, that episode goes, like, I mean, we pretty much summed it up that, again, it's a he said, she said. And then because of Ric Flair and even what they talked about in the in the thing, like he's going to get away with it until he can't anymore. And like we're seeing that right now. He's under fire. Again, they're going to come out with more episodes, so it's going to die down for a bit until the Chris Canyon thing, and then it's going to rise up again, and we'll see where it goes from there. Because nine times out of ten, like 
in the bigger picture, if somebody wants something bad enough and depending on their st- status, if you will, their social status, um, if Ric Flair wants to go to AEW and it dies down enough where they're not hearing about his name in a negative light and it's going to affect their ratings negatively, then they'll, they'll, do, they'll go in talks and they'll sign contracts and then he'll show up on television until the next big thing. And then at that point, that's where they'll go from there. It's just like Hogan. Hogan will show up on WWE, get signed, come out with the boa, all the crowds cheering, but he goes backstage and everybody hates him. Like, but the dude's there and, and he's there until you know, the next big scandal comes out or something comes out because it's only a matter of time. Rick, can I ask you this question? What would you do if you were running the you know the organization? Would you keep Ric Flair? Would I keep Ric Flair? Yeah. So should he get rid of Ric Flair based off of what Dark Side of the Ring says? That's right. So I if mean, you were right now, yes, this story comes out, you if, say if Ric Flair had more of a a past like R. Kelly, where it was and and Hulk Hogan. More of something that was a negative light that keeps coming back in some kind of way to become relevant. I think at that point, as as a producer, and I'm saying this not as a guy with a heart, that should be like the right thing to do is just get rid of him. But at the same time, that's just like say somebody calls you a name or says, oh, Eric did this. But Eric didn't really do that, and we're just taking one side of the story. So from a professional standpoint, should you fire a man because Vice released the dark side of the ring that says he showed his dick and and he had a girl touch it against her will? I don't think that's grounds for you to be able to just jump the gun to fire somebody because of what somebody else says. It's, it's a very sensitive subject because the subject is at hand. But again, R. Kelly, like this all goes back to R. Kelly and like him doing what he did and now to where we're at now. Like there's a there's a timeline there of these allocated incidents that you could say, OK, you know what? We should probably just cut him, you know, but Ric Flair, right. this is the first time that we've had an isolated incident that really talks in full about this incident. And then there's no other incident like this that's been talked about before. Cause again, he said yeah. there's a whole 30 for 30 that didn't talk about. We know of yet though. Usually when that we know of yet. Fire, right. Again. And then mm-hmm. usually more stories come out. That's where you think, I think you'd have to weigh it. And, and that's how we started this whole thing. We started talking yeah. about that. Like how it's just a mm-hmm. matter of time. Well, the thing with the Ric Flair um, thing is it's not just vice saying that he did it. There's like, there's a court case that they settled where they press charges against whether it's the WWE or Scott Hall or Ric Flair saying that these things happen, but, and it, it did get settled. And again, and, and so sometimes it's like, here's an amount of money to make this thing go away. And that's pretty much what settling out of court really is. Um, and so it most likely did happen. Okay. But because it's really just a matter of how you, want to persecute someone for their past transgressions so, so are you saying in a sense though like the because the settlement happened and, and there was the agreement that it basically that's when it was really handled officially handled in terms of no they no just, handled in the in 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 actual and, legal terms yes but yes, in the court of public I mean. opinion no 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 i'm just saying everyone, in, yeah. in terms of the court like how they handled the situation but the real yeah, jury is the people that are are, are, are now questioned. That lady still feels like she had some strong feelings on on that oh, yeah. what happened. So for she her, it, it, no amount of money, yeah, no amount of money made it go away. Like you know. So the worst thing for Ric Flair right now is fans. Oh yeah, and depending on how fans are going to react to it. And, no, and again, no, think, I don't think how heated we were tonight. You know what I mean? Like we're there's so much passion in it right now tonight, even through mm-hmm. the, with the three of us. If you start to get this outside and a lot of these wrestling fans start to feel that way, it, it gets difficult for him to honestly come back. 
because you know, as an organ, listen, everything's about money and, and people want to make money. And if they start to feel like you're bad for the brand, it gets very difficult. Think about it. where's Hogan right now. Right. If, if this was ran like it was before where they're just going to roll over it and Hogan's showing up, he'd already be on WWE television again, doing whatever, like coming out, doing, you know, Hulk, Hulkamania, this, that. But because of he tried doing that and tried like pushing past through all the, the skeptics, like the guys in the back that hated him and everybody else, he tried pushing past it because he's Hulkamania. And there was a roadblock that he met. That roadblock is it ain't like it used to be, brother. So whether you mm -hmm. think it is or not, and you can just come out there, your music hits and like everybody's going to love you. The fans are really going to let you know how they feel about you now. It's not like like where it used to be where like everybody's just like, oh, dude, it's Hulkamania. Let's get it. People boo. And I, and I noticed this with Cody Rhodes versus Malachi Black on uh, Rampage. Uh, dude, what do they call that? The Grand Slam? Uh, no, sorry. Dynamite Grand Slam before Rampage Grand Slam. Dynamite Grand Slam, Cody Rhodes versus Malachi Black. Cody Rhodes is the face, and he's getting booed the whole time. Every time that he tried to do something to Malachi, he's getting booed by the crowd. You get your smart, you get your smart marks, and everybody's gonna let you know how you're doing. So guess what? You come out in a negative light. This stuff happened. Blah blah blah. He said, she said. You will be judged by the real jury, and it might not be the people in the court case, but it's the people that are watching that are like, "Yo, this is fucked up. We shouldn't let this happen." You know, somebody's gotta say something, and they will. When you come out on live television on wrestling, they're gonna let you know whether they like you or not. Now that's how it's going. Like that's how they're choosing their guys. It's not like WWE where they can just put in a fake crowd and boo, and everybody's cheering for you. It's not going to work like that. They want a live crowd audience. That's what you're going to get. So if you're under fire like Ric Flair is right now or Hulk Hogan for what he did in the past and said in the past, it doesn't matter if it was done in the past. Right now, people are going to hold him accountable because nobody else ever did. That's how I feel about that. I think people, the people, us, fans watching, are going to hold these guys accountable because nobody else can because these guys think they're untouchable because of their name, their, their wealth, or whatever – who they are as an icon, what they've done for this industry. They don't think they're accountable, and we're going to let them know that's not true. You come out, Ric Flair, and you start doing woo, and everybody's going to be like, boo, and then you're going to, you know, that's how I feel about that as far as, yeah. like, it's a different time. It's a different time. People aren't just going to roll over and cheer because now we know that this, in some kind of light, like you said about the dark side of the ring, some of these events to some extent are true. You know, how true it is, whatever, that's the question for debate. But at, at the end of the day, they're not just saying, oh, this fake thing happened. They're talking about a legitimate event that happened and, you know, what happened or giving you their thoughts on what happened. Yeah. You know, so at the end of the day, there's still some fire. And that's whether it starts out the ring releasing it, TMZ, whoever, it doesn't matter who's releasing the information. It's going to get out because it's a matter of time. And when it does, it's not something that can just be easily brushed off because it's 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 very heavy news. Well said, Rick. Well said. Thanks. <laughs> I mean, I'm watching and, I, and I'm and I'm questioning some of these things. You know, like me that's watching. What I'm saying. Like, they start to put a doubt in your brain, and that's all it takes sometimes. And what ends up happening is people like I don't know if I really want to watch him or I really don't know if I want to, you know, support him. I mean, there's going to be a group that will, but there's still going to be. It depends. Is it more anti, or is it more for? And if they, if it's for, then he's okay and he he gets through it. If not, then he has an issue. 
in the, well, in the chat. Tried, yeah, Haven yeah. tried saying fans booing may still make money because if the fans hate him, that makes some money. To an extent with certain things, but this is a negative light that would affect the company. This is something that yeah. if, if Tony Khan, Tony Khan's not going to pull Vince McMahon and roll the dice and see if it works. Like he's playing it safe because he has to because he's trying to build his brand. The best way to do it for him is no negative controversy. Like the, they talk about any any kind of limelight or negative like like any kind of publicity is good good publicity, right? Not in this case. Like Tony Khan's not going to. Yeah. Like, oh, hey, they hate Ric Flair. Let's get him in there. Like it's gonna cause yeah. Rick. They're not booing him because of the character. No, right. that's no. the difference, though. If it, they're booing him because of the character, yes, that brings money because you want somebody to, you want your heel, you want people to like not like this that wrestler. They're not booing him. They wouldn't be booing him because of that. They'd be booing him because of the incidents that have had them feel a different way about him as a person. That changes that whole element of he, they're not making you money now. They could be. Costing you money. Who said on uh, Dark Side of the Ring that uh, said like you should idolize your heroes sometimes? Which I, I'm trying to remember what episode that was. Austin would know because we watched like a few of them together. I don't know if it's um, if the Jake the Snake one or if it was um, it might have been Chris Jericho as a narrator saying it, but I just know that that statement was said and it's been it's been echoed throughout time. Like it's not the first time I've heard it. But it resonates, and it still resonates to this day. Sometimes you shouldn't idolize your heroes because, like, even watching like the last dance with Michael Jordan, like it wasn't like his gambling problem or whatever. It's not something that you can look at to, like to the same extent of this. But it's like it still paints a negative picture for Michael Jordan, and that's just like talking about all the stuff that happened with him with gambling and things like that. It's like regardless, there was more that you knew about Michael Jordan learning from that. Like these documentaries come out and they teach you um, whether it's 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 stretched the, the truth or not. They basically just show you a wider perspective of this this character that you didn't realize was happening before. And when your eyes get opened into these kind of events, it's like you realize that, like, here's a perfect thing that you're living in as a, as a kid. And there's more to the picture than just what you're seeing on, on camera. Rick. Well, the thing with Michael Jordan was everyone was willing to overlook these problems or give him like a, a like a this kind of silent or secretive suspension that he may or may not have served for gambling. Yeah, I, I you brought uh, it up. Yeah. And um, because winning fixes everything in in actual competitive sports. It's one of those things. Jordan was a winner and no one cared back then. But then what happens is 25 years goes by and Jordan hasn't won a championship in 25 years now. Now we get to look at it in hindsight and in retrospect. And to your guys's point earlier, what it's called in wrestling is go away heat. It's it's also known as X-Pac heat. Yeah, where where fans will boo you if and you're getting heat and that's a good thing unless of course they're they don't care anymore and they're booing you because they just want you to go away and that's what happened with xbox so yeah you don't want that and so depending on how people are actually going to respond to this rick flair thing it really he is still just rick flair and he's obviously not xbox or like i said tommy dreamer um, so I don't think Ric Flair will ever have go away heat because I don't think anyone ever actually really wants him to go away. I think we all just have to say, oh, well, that was an unfortunate situation. He definitely shouldn't have done that. And then we all know that some time will pass and it'll probably be forgiven. But luckily, he's not 80s prime Ric Flair who needs to be on TV. He doesn't need to do any of that stuff either. It's not like Ric Flair was ever going to be the cornerstone of some pay-per-view. It's never like he was going to get booked in a match that any of us absolutely needed to see. So it's okay for him to do all these appearances and, and then take a break from it because of some stuff, some allegations and things that happened, you know, in the past, he can take some time and he'll probably, because he's Ric Flair, he'll, he'll bounce back. 
but um, time I, heals I, I all just, wounds. Yeah, exactly. That's think, what I, that's what I said earlier. Listen, he's going to come out and he's going to say, "Look, I abused alcohol. I have a drug problem. Whatever it was, right? There's going to be a couple different things. I'm getting help, and because of his celebrity status, he's going to make it out of this because mm -hmm. people are going to they're going to gravitate towards that piece of it. You know what I mean? And I think that's what's going to end up ultimately helping him. Nick, you're right. He doesn't need the ring, right? He's just got to clear his image now and say, look, I made a mistake because of these things. I'm, I'm Whether he does or not, he, he can, he, like you said, he can clear his image by, he can make a public statement or he cannot. Cause honestly, sometimes making the public statement, people start picking it apart. It makes it worse. I mean, he made you know? a statement. He posted nine paragraphs of it, and like, okay, I know, I, I haven't yeah, seen that. He said, so "Fuck you" to anybody that like wanted to apologize. That thing, man. I, well, kept that. people did. People did. They <laughs> saved it right away, and that's there. that's what's been posted because that's the thing. He posted it. Think about how many people are watching him and uh, right, just right. following him, and then the people hearing about it. Like obviously, his he was being watched for scrutiny, and he posted it. And as soon as he he decided, you know what, maybe uh, maybe I should just pull it, back it, on that. It may not this. have even been him though, Rick. These guys have like public relations people and stuff, and yeah, so yeah, his yeah. PR guy, his PR guy went, dude, no, no, <laughs> delete, 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 delete. Yeah, because no, no, it sounded. Like Flair wrote it, dude. Like, like when you're I reading, no, no, well, he probably account. did. He probably had a burner account, and then there's PI right, right. pulled it out. Yeah, it's like Ke like Kevin Durant. Yeah, right. Yeah. So I mean, that's that's the thing. It's not just Rick Flair going on Twitter like Trump signing up and all right. <laughs> let me just type something out on Twitter real quick, and uh, nobody's yeah. gonna stop me from sending out this yeah. password. And nothing bad will happen. <laughs> exactly. Like, there's a guy that's like he's no, like, like, like he's like he's like I'll show you, dude. Why, that's why guys like Norm McDonald or Bill Burr. They don't really get canceled, canceled for well, things that they said. Well, rest in peace, McDonald. Right, of rest course. But they didn't yeah. get canceled. He didn't get canceled. Well, and Bill okay. Burr doesn't get canceled because you also have to have an element of caring about what people think of you to an extent to get truly, like, canceled. You have well, to Well, when you do a helicopter dick like Ric Flair or, like, Louis C.K. He's Ric Flair. You know? But that's still Louis C.K. is Louis C.K. Louis C.K. is still Louis C.K.? Right. And he whipped out his dick, and look what happened to him. Like, that's the yeah. thing. It's Ric Flair, and we look at it like that. But Ric Flair ain't no, like, think about it like this. It's, it's weird to think about, but when you put everything in a spectrum, he's not Tom Hanks. He's not that protected. He's protected in the wrestling world, but he's still susceptible to what can happen. The dangers of this came out, and like Tommy Dreamer, not really protecting yourself well in what you're saying and kind of being careless and reckless with your words. And but then, also – Tommy Dreamer has uh, mid-carditis. He's not Ric Flair. He's not Ric Flair. But also, Rick, <laughs> Ric Flair is not Michael Jordan, and Ric Flair is no. Also Ric not Flair is the Michael Jordan of wrestling. But, but <laughs> when it comes to when it comes to looking at A-list stars, if you want to take this all the way to the top of the totem pole, look at celebrity stats. Look at like your Kevin Durant. Look at Michael Jordan. Look at these guys. They got paid way more than Ric Flair got paid. Ric Flair got paid a lot of money, but there's a, there's there's a cutoff. There's a cap to wrestling, and there's and there's a cap to sports. And then there's a cat to being a celebrity. Think about how much money that Chris Pratt got for doing Guardians of the Galaxy mm -hmm. 2 alone. But that's, like, that's apples to oranges, though. We, you, you, we're talking is, about the, it, the vacuum on, of – No, 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 no. It, it might be apples to oranges in what you're comparing, but it's not. In the limelight of being a celebrity, somebody that's being watched by the media and everybody, mm -hmm. what you say affects your career on a day-to-day -day basis. If mm -hmm. you're Toby McGuire and you're trying to drive away and this paparazzi's in your face and you say, get the fuck out of the way, motherfucker. I'm trying to drive. If you become a meme, but if you do something wrong, boom, TMZ, you're right on TMZ. You're put on blast. Your career is fucking done until the next time you come back. You know what, though? Again, I think it depends on the celebrity because if you remember Kevin that Durant and Michael Rappaport, I don't remember if you guys remember this a few months ago, but there was like a whole exchange between the two of them 
and Durant went at him, like mm-hmm. attacking his wife and beat. He wants to beat his. No, wife. He, I like, think he used this- he used homophobic slurs and stuff. Right? He, like, it was bad. Bro, it yeah. went away though. Nobody cared. But what about Mike Rappaport? Because uh... guess what? Durant Durant's searching for a title, and it was not a big deal, and it, people just forgot about it. Right, and, right. And that's what I'm saying. It really depends on how big how big is Ric Flair in this in the wrestling world. If he's that big, he's going to get through this no problem. But also, like Rick's saying though, the 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 bigger your fishbowl here too, though, there's yeah. more eyes on you. He's saying that it it's the scrutiny may be more because your scope is more. You you yes. have more fans. You have more Twitter followers. There's more people who went, oh crap, that was problematic. Like. With Ric Flair, he gets to live in the wrestling bubble. Ric Flair's not a celebrity. Like what? What he's saying? I understand what he meant. Michael Jordan to Ric Flair. Just like you're saying, Eric. Yeah. The same thing you're saying is basically looking at how high you're on that totem pole. Yeah, Put right. Ric Flair in the real limelight, not the wrestling where he's at the top. But if you look at like the status of somebody that has more status than him, mm-hmm. like he's a big celebrity, but he's not pulling in like fans like Ariana Grande is just let's like let's be real with the numbers. Like the teenage girls that are watching, they're not watching Ric Flair, dude. Everybody's watching Ariana, so she's gonna have more of a following. So anything that she does, uh look at the chick that was before Charlie on on TikTok. I don't know what Charlie's last name is, but the 16 year old that does the dances and stuff. There was a chick that was before her that was the the number one person on TikTok and then she came out with some stuff and then it's like she got canceled because everybody thought she was lying about this with her boyfriend and then she ended up like Get, like this 13 year old got her pregnant and she was dating a 13 year old like all the stuff that happened to her like she was on the very top of tiktok and then she went to the very bottom real quick and then charlie took over and ever since it's been a ride but looking talk about michael rapaport like what about him and um dave portnoy like the, the like the lawsuit that so michael rapaport lost lost to that so like the thing with kevin durant and dave portnoy with the whole barstool sports thing like there's like look at michael rapaport like that guy was just a guy that you never knew what his name was you recognize the face and you recognize the voice. He was a prison break. I didn't know who he was until like this this recent year when like all the memes came out with Michael Rapport. Never seen Do the Right Thing, Rick? No, it's not that I haven't. I'm just okay. saying <laughs> that's a name that you're not <laughs> going to recognize. Boyfriend too and friends. Let's yeah. not forget that. Right. But, but, right. You know, but, you but he's not going to put respect on Michael Rapport's name because he couldn't remember what it was. But you're going to tell me right. you're going to tell me that <laughs> you're going to rec- you're going to recognize that guy's name until he became a, a public figure like that where yeah. he was in your face all the time. That's all right. you're here. Michael Rapport. Mm. Uh, dubbing over this, or Michael Rappaport with the cat, and Michael Rappaport mm. losing his battle against Dave Portnoy because he's a dumbass, or Michael, Michael Rappaport right. versus Kevin Durant. To, like, to Eric's point, though, and I said, kind of said this earlier, these things blow up in in the in these like in these vacuums. This is happening right now to Ric Flair, to Tommy Dreamer, to Kevin Durant before, to Michael Rappaport, my my uh, Louis C.K. and all this other stuff. Okay, and so you may never get as big no, as you no. once Louis were. No, no, CK is hiding out right now. That's what he's doing. He's laying no, but low. I, but what I'm saying is he probably it, he's going to do something in the future, and 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 people do just w- wait for fair weather and wait for the storm to pass and move on, and that's that's the whole thing. It may damage you to an extent where you may never be as big as you were before. That's going to happen to some people, um, but in the bubble, Ric Flair, he's never going to be as big as he was before, regardless. He's never like it, it for him. He's in the twilight or it, 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 seriously in the, in the absolute end of, you know, his time with us. So it's, it's not a big thing. If this was like prime Ric Flair had done this and then I think, it was all over the internet, it'd be a different story. I, I agree with, 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 with Durant. I Go agree ahead. with you because because he is older. It's almost like, it's like your own grandpa or anything like that. Like how you look at the, the thing, like the guy's 85 years old. 
what if he was racist, whatever this, that. Like, the guy has lived 85 years. You think he's going to change now? Like, he's going out in 15 years, and he's going to die, and he's going to take that with him, like, to his grave. Like, it's not like primary Flair where he's, like, he's got time to change. This guy's living in his ways. So just like the name that's on the screen right now, right? Mel Gibson was such a big star in the 80s, 90s, mm. right? That, again, he was untouchable. And then as they get older and things happen, you know, you try to bring it back, but guess what? People now don't look at you the same way because you're not as popular. You haven't done as much. So right. I think Ric Flair at this point, you know what I mean? He's he's okay with, look, he, he could probably still do something later on. He's just never going to be as big as he was just based but on that, the fact but that he was never going to be as big anyway. as he was regardless. Yeah, he, yeah, yeah. he was fading right. out anyway, so it doesn't matter. So right. I mean, I guess I guess I'm gonna let I'm gonna let you boys uh, answer this then to wrap this up. What's the moral of the story for tonight? <laughs> Jeez, um, I genuinely believe that, like I said, it, we're trying to grow as as people, as a as a as a consciousness, a group a group consciousness, and you know it's it's really hard back if someone if whatever appropriate was whatever behavior was appropriate back then isn't now and as definitions change and and there's different boundaries for people and different social boundaries that people need to be aware of it now but we also need to have a balance to that we also need to realize that when someone did say something homophobic then or they did say something racist way back when doesn't make it okay but the boundaries were different and we need to just have this balance socially where it can't always be about if you say this now or you said this then and it's problematic now so now you're being held to a standard to today's standard, we're applying it to back then. When those when those standards change, they were different. So they were, they were very yeah, different. and and, like and again, was. I'm not saying like you were kind of saying, oh, the old racist grandpa, he's set in his ways. So we just kind of forget that he said that during dinner. I, but I didn't mean yeah. like that. I, was, I know so you didn't. Don't, don't, don't I, do what I said. Exactly. I, I know you it. didn't. I, I know you it. didn't mean it that way. But that's how when you say that though, that's how you put yourself on the hook. When you say that, when you sound like you're excusing someone's behavior they they hone in on that too the so the the court of I'm public about to hone in on the honey smacks too because you're about to say that i what i was no, saying was no i was actually i'm not i'm saying that, hold on no, no. i agree to something age. that you said i agree to something that you said so you put yourself on the hook mister i was actually talking about what you were talking about and that was the fact that he's set in his ways up because of his age because he wasn't prime rick flair that he's he's going to go about. So I actually was just kind of reiterating what you were talking about. The point Mr. I was actually making with that, Rick, was it's about collateral damage. It can't damage him going forward because there isn't that this much guy, more dude. forward. This is as bad as Vice, dude. I'm not, I'm cutting you off, dude. This is as bad as Vice, dude. You're going to twist the words so that way. Nope, that's exactly what my point was. Was that no, they can't point, it can't I, be damaged because there is no going forward. Ric Flair's never going to return to a main event. That's not going to happen. That the was my the point. champ, everybody, and this is why. This guy uh, twists yeah, twist my words all the time. No, I, I, I like how when I said something he didn't like, it was, oh, I'm no, just no. going to cut this guy off. I've been playing dice this whole time. I try to talk about I what you're talking about. I didn't do anything. I try to stay didn't relevant because every time I talked about something, you cut me off and I forgot about it. So I'm trying to – I'm trying to. Hey, okay, just, I, Rick, I, I, sat, I sat and listened to you guys talking. So instead of waiting to talk, I was actually listening to you. So when you guys talked for 20 minutes, I had things to go and add to what you said. 
afterward, remember when I said, oh, that's X-Pac heat. That's called go away heat. Remember when I was I didn't listening? Put you on the hook, so, so, no, I didn't no, no. If you hook. sit there, listen, if you sit there and you pout because I you weren't getting a chance to talk, oh, it, that's why you forgot what you were going to say because you were too worried about me hurting your feelings by talking over you than you were actually listening to what I had to say. So there's two ways to handle that. So that's why you could well, be the champ now, but say. just like Brian Danielson and CM Punk over Kenny Omega, just like Nick over Rick, everyone knows who the real champ oh. should be. Well, guess what? I, guess what stands? <laughs> no, and so, and I had a, This is why this isn't working because I mic dropped it earlier, but I could just mic drop I'll it again drop. for you if you like. So, so can I answer the question now, Rick? Am I, final thoughts, Eric? What are your? Right, final so I would thoughts? say this: that um, the one thing that I would say we've learned tonight, based off of everything, is that society hasn't really changed, and as much as we think it has, if your status is high enough you still tend to get away with things more than people whose status isn't as high. And it's unfortunate that even today we're saying Ric Flair's career might be, a, you know, fading out and this hurts it. But again, if this was 20, 30 years ago, would it have hurt him? Right. And that shouldn't be this, the, the way it's based. It should be based off of what you've done. And is it egregious enough where people have to, you know, take it away and they're not going to do that. They're not going to, the Kevin Durant's, who are still relevant today and are going to make money for the next five to 10 years for, for a team, maybe not 10, but five years at least. Right. They're not going to, they're not going to scorn them as much as they would with somebody who's on their way out and might've had one or two years left anyway. And we're just kind of carrying them through. So, you know, I think it was a great show. I think this was a, uh, you know, a, a sensitive topic, which is, you know, it's not just wrestling. It's, it's life in general in the world as we, we live it today. So. To be to be real with with this whole episode, I had a lot of fun with you guys. Um, obviously, we we worked out whatever the static was for the one when you switched headsets. But uh, being real here, not just your champion because I am the rightful champion. It, it, I think handling this sensitive, sensitive topic the way that we did, um, and, and that's the thing to to not misconstrue anything or we didn't really quite give our opinion based off of Ric Flair is is innocent or whatever. It's how you look at it as a person, and each one of us as individuals delivered how we felt about how this this topic affected us, and that's just great to be able to share uh, live in front of all of you who are watching right now um, and everybody that, that tunes in and watches this later that you get to see the opinions of three people, and yet how it affects us is that we're able to talk about it and, and present it how we feel. And obviously, like you can talk about it too. Let us know how you, how you feel about what's going on. Uh, we'd be glad to hear what you have to talk about. We could talk about it together. Just remember at the end of the day, look at the whole picture, not just what Dark Side of the Ring is presenting, what Ric Flair is, is tweeting and then having his, his publicist delete. Like, look at the whole picture of what's going on, the person that is, is surrounding the subject, and, and base your opinions off of that. You know, right. well, and I think the reason we can have a conversation like this, like you said, and, and, and approach a sensitive topic and it not be. Um, it blown out of or, or get heated or, or get contentious or or be offensive or whatever is because we're just level we're being level-headed about it we're level-headed individuals the 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 court of public opinion is reactionary they only come out to 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 persecute when called upon they're only doing it in reaction they don't they don't police things going forward they're not like hey, oh hey that's not okay this not it's always this really hard reaction to something no and no and seriously it is it is torches and pitchforks and then like um like you saying about the kevin durant thing and like i was saying before too it's like it with hulk hogan 
it eventually just blows over because the big it's all really noisy at the start it's really loud like oh my gosh i can't believe this and then tommy dreamer loses his job behind the scenes and in front of the camera and then tommy dreamer will wrestle again tommy dreamer will hold a position in a wrestling company whether it's a, like a talent uh, scout guy or if, he, if he's in like talent relations whatever it is whether he wrestles again whatever he will because these things happen what ha has been said can be forgiven you know it really just it, it's how someone atones for it it's how we act and so the reason we can have this conversation because we're level-headed i really think the twitter army that gets so angry about things and tries to cancel people cancel culture those people are doing it like rick said because that's the thing to do that we're we're at reacting this way and making it a big thing so our voices will be heard so we can piggyback on this controversy most people don't want to see the world change they don't care if it does they just like the drama they want to so, see they want to see it uh, they want to see the world burn they don't care exactly yeah, like the joker did in the them. dark night yeah let's see well, how that, far we can take it let's see yeah. how far we can take it before you know it makes them feel powerful right yeah absolutely yeah. it gives it them makes a voice Makes them feel yeah, makes them feel powerful. That's like the Damian Lillard and, thing that was going watch, on recently too. Like the Facebook groups, like the, all these Facebook groups that I've joined since joining all these Facebook groups. That's all I see now is that I got actually three three new notifications, and I'm sure it's three different groups I've joined. There's not enough doubt within everybody within these groups just to prove that there's not enough doubt um, about Ric Flair. Just as an example. I'm seeing the conversation being had. I'm seeing fan versus fan. Like what ends up at the end of the day is that somebody's going to defend him and somebody's going to be against him. And guess what happens? Those mm -hmm. people collide. And that's where there's not enough to be able to cancel him right then and there because there are people that are defending him and then there are people that are against him. And at the end of the day, they're just fighting each other. So it's just like that's it's going to fizzle out because everybody's fighting each other on, on whether or not he should be canceled, just like Tommy Dreamer. What Tommy Dreamer, Dreamer said was insensitive and, and offensive. But he also had a point to what he was saying is that people are going to be offended, offended about his ponytail, his double ponytail. And the guy's just happy he has hair. So he said one, one right thing on that thing that they perceived and showed and that was taken was that he is right about that, that people are, are, are going to be offended no matter what. So even if, it, if it's something that is bad or what have you, if there's any type of negativity to it that can be taken offense, there will be people that take offense to it. And the truth lies somewhere in the middle. The truth yeah. is in the middle. The gray oh. area, the way between forward the two is ponytails, through. the two ferns. Yeah. <laughs> so, so with uh, you know, and that's the thing about being champs, about Rick being the champ, and and me chasing the title is that uh, maybe the truth is somewhere in the middle, which like maybe the true champions are. Oh, Eric. I like the way he spun that. That is pretty good. That was pretty good, Nick. That is pretty good. I'm just that's letting you. We, know. That's why we love him. Say you la vie. That's it. Say la vie. Just the two of us until we have Eric on and we have Ron. Well, I appreciate no, and that's you guys what it's really about. Tonight. It's about the matches. It's about the coming on. Yes, thank you. It. it was it, fun. You guys have been great, man. Uh, great show. Um, appreciate your support with uh, Sports Unfolded as well. So thank you. Where, where can we find you tomorrow? Uh, Tell we'll me be on Facebook, us. YouTube, and Twitch. Uh, well, we will be at uh, Rhode Island Bro uh, Broadcasting RI on Facebook and Twitch. Uh, Twitch will be on Rhode Island underscore broadcasting. So a couple different ways to see us. 6 p.m. Yeah, um, I was going to say, what time? 6 p.m. Eastern, baby. For everybody watching, please tune in tomorrow to go watch Sports in Full at 6 p.m. And if you want to go follow us and watch us next week, uh, you can always find us at The Wrestling Den or Wrestling TM on Twitter, which is just mainly me being that. And Nick's not really my publicist, so he can't stop what I'm saying on there. But 
I love that he's he's frozen time right now. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's perfect, cool. perfect picture too. But yeah, go follow us. We're live every Thursday at seven PM at Rhode Island Broadcasting. Go listen to us on Google Anchor and Spotify, um, Google Podcasts. Sorry, <laughs> and uh, make sure make sure if you're in the area of, of Carson City, stop by Retro Replay and, and buy some some used games. <laughs> and some pops. This dude's got. This dude's got to offload a bunch of pops, dude. How many pops do you got to sell? How many pops do you got to sell, bro? Uh, well, I just brought these in as merch, so we've never carried pop figures before. So there's twelve, at least twelve hundred here, and I got through four hundred and sixty-five of them last night. So nice. that that, that right, is man. what it is. But like, if you like Boba Fett, perfect. If you like South Park. Great. Hold on. South Park. Yeah. Awesome. If you like Marvel, cool. If you like Beetlejuice, awesome. If you, if, Whatever, If you man. like Fre- Fredo Cor- Corleone from uh, no, The Godfather. Nobody likes Fredo Corleone. <laughs> nobody Go likes buy yourself a, 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 a mint, never been opened, Fredo Corleone from oh, The Godfather. Yeah. Never been oh, dropped. Never been dropped. Never been purchased before. It was actually given in a yard sale, and he and he picked it up for free. It was part of like the the, the two for ten deal. Like you get ten dollars, they gave you basically him free. Said here you go. No, I got stuff I here you you'd like to. Rick. <laughs> I know you would. Just looking at that, I can just tell you right now, I'd be going through half of that. Like, ooh, I don't have this. I don't have this. Ooh, ah, ah, right? No, and ah. everyone always. Goes, oh, I don't need another pop figure, right? See that one, and they go, oh yeah, I probably need to get that one. Doctor Evil, Weird Al Yankovic. I, I got an impressive uh, cool. collection of pops myself to close us out. I got a collect. I got a collection myself. I'm something of up your myself, but not even to the extent that you guys have at your house. Like you guys had to like basically open them up because all all the boxes, dude. But like I have like all the Power Rangers. Um, I have all the DBZ characters. Well, not all of them, but I have a, a good portion of DBZ, and uh, I got some Rick and Morty ones. So like they take up a good space. But dude, just looking at that back there. If that was my house right now, I wouldn't have a Twitch room at all, <laughs> a streaming room. So, but we appreciate there's all you like guys a, there's watching. Like, here's the rock. Yeah, here, here's the rock. All right, you got to show them before we leave then. That's that's got to be mm, there, the rock. There it is. WWE that's champion all. right there, the rock. Thank you yeah, guys for joining notice. us. Thank, thank you yeah, for always, being as here. Always. Uh, th- thank you, Nick, for joining us. As always, my co-host, Nikolai Jerkoff. You the rest there. of the genocide. Hey, he just dabbed. Uh, on that note, we got to get out of here. Oh, we're, boy. we're going before we get canceled. We'll see you guys <laughs> next week. And uh, for all you tuning in, tune in to Sports Unfolded tomorrow at 6 p.m. <laughs>